Welcome everyone to week eight, season four of the official UE podcast. I'm your host, Terry, and as always, I'm joined by none other than Mr. Daryl Saunders. How's it going, sir? Good, man. Good. Thank you. Better now. I wasn't so good yeah. on Tuesday. It's a good thing we do this like 48 hours <laughs> after turn. Gives you, gives you a bit of time to chill out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I have got, I've got the email quitting in my drafts, but I don't know. See, I'll tell you what, I, I, sh- I should have shithoused you and got you on on Tuesday like you and Fatty did to me after I lost the Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that would have been the end. I would have been gone. It wasn't even really uh, toys out of the pram. It's just frustration. Not even the fact of being... Out thought or whatever, just boredom, you know. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, where yeah. I was at on Tuesday. But a couple of people spoke to oh, well, me. So. Yeah, let's get into, we'll get into that in a bit. Let's uh, welcome our guests today. So first up is joining us is Tom Della, uh, Brighton manager, as well as uh, the Sol Campbell fan club manager. It's Nathan Callow. How's it going, sir? Yeah, again, keep music by my company. How are we? <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep these Spurs fans going come together, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. Oh, dude. Around off the panel this week is none other than Daryl's hero and the man he's built a small shrine to, Mr. Callum Lang. (laughs) Hello. How do you feel about Daryl making a shrine to you? I cannot. He's had it for years, so (laughs) she's going to take it down now. Let me just keep up. <laughs> Apparently, he's keeping it up. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to do it on his perfectly laid grass one day. That's my dream. He's got a thing for pink scooters, hasn't he? Pink scooter. <laughs> I love the pink scooters. Yeah, God. That pink scooter's oh, been okay. haunting you for years, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been unrelenting for as long as I've known. Well, I think, yeah, almost every game I think I've known you in that pink scooter has been brought up. <laughs> <laughs> I think after this game, that's that's going to be the case for many, many people, many, many things. Yes, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. It's a cer- certain bungles and all sorts like that, isn't it? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely the way it's going to go. Anyway, let's like, like jump straight into it anyway. How did we get on this week? Let's, uh, let's start with the, the positive side of the game. Let's go to Daryl. Uh, Fiorentina, pretty big win actually for us this week. Um, we beat Santa Clara away 2 0, played really well as well. Um, without our first choice striker, and Santa Clara are a really good team. Uh, we was quite worried about this one, but really, really solid win. Um, keeps the point, we're only like four points off top, a point separates like second to us in fifth, so. Yeah, happy with that. As I say, Santa Clara are a really good team and they don't really concede goals. So to do that 2-0 was good. Uh, Gratz, I won 1-0 at Volendam in the League Cup. I didn't shit house him this week. That meme's kind of over. Uh, but I should have because I got shit housed in the league. Um, I mean, fair play, whatever. I just, yeah, it's just every single team in my league is literally I could copy and paste these tactics. So if that's how everyone's going to set up, I'm just going to have to set up myself to play that. I would say eight of the 12 play exactly what Mets did against me this week. You know? Um, so, but we lost three too. But yeah, it's 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 tough. It's it's grim. It's just grim reading. Uh, but we're only two points from third because I think everyone does it in the league. You know? There's only six points separate. There's only nine points separate uh, Monaco down in, what are they, ninth and top. So, you know, 
everyone's just being shit houses though. And uh, Andy got done with it in Montpellier, but again, defend from front and all that crap. But literally, it's copy and paste tactics. They're all playing the same. And I think if Tuesday we had done this, I'd have lost my shit and probably quit. I was close to quitting, but they pay their money. They play how they want to play. If that's what they're happy doing, more power to them, I suppose. But it's just, I hate it. It's just, it's just really dull league. My league, Division 2, I'm sorry to everyone in it. It's really boring because they're all just out to shithouse. No one's trying to win, you know? And that annoys me. So, yeah. But we lost 3-2. <laughs> but I did well, win in a cup. Because Volendam actually tried. But whatever. It is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> not better. Not better at all. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm bitter as fuck. But I'm going to try and rein it in. But, yeah, like... I, I think part of it is I've never played the game where maybe I'm looked at as a team of like someone to beat. And I'm not saying that as like an ego thing. I think I have actually made quite a good team. I have actually done quite well. We do do the podcast. I think people are setting up, you know, differently than how I normally go into a game. You know, nobody's ever really looked at me like, you know, because I've never taken it that serious as someone to beat, you know, it's sometimes I turn up, sometimes I don't, you know? So I think I have to get my mindset different. With, with the quality you've got before we jump to the other guys, I mean, yeah, the quality you've got, I mean, you, know, you look at Armstrong, you've got a target, man. Yeah. Do you feel maybe teams have to set up that way? As maybe. Like, almost like yeah. a kind of respect. Yeah, maybe. You know, I've got a, a 10 speed 39 right mid. I've got Ruben Neves in the middle. I've got a 39 PV grey centre back, you know? I've got yeah, a, yeah. a really good carver keeper that's come through, a 40 PV target man. They may not look at it in stats, but everyone knows that he scores for fun, you know, at free roll. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, and I think part of it, having spoken to someone yesterday, I also think part of it, I have to look at it different. I have to set up myself different because maybe I am someone to beat. Maybe I have actually made a decent team for once, you know, instead of memeing. Like, you've seen me in games. I've signed, like, 34 PVs because, you know, I bought Danny Haynes when we was at Aberystwyth as my centre forward because I thought it was funny, you know? So yeah. I've never taken a game that serious. So I think part of it is my mindset. Like I'm going into games not appreciating that maybe I am. Like teams coming to me feel like yeah, the underdog you're, you're a little bit. Now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's part my mindset too. And it's something I, as I say, yesterday I had a couple of chats with someone and uh, a couple of other people. And um, I spoke to Matt as well. And he was like, but you've made a good team. He said, so maybe stop pissing about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But I'm still bitter. Right. Fuck, fuck Mets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's go to our guest. Um, well, at the moment, we've obviously got the top two sides in the UK Prem making an absolutely embarrassing and complete disgrace for a mirror at Man City. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny when it's not happening to you. Uh, let's, let's go in uh, second place. Uh, Nathan, Brighton. Yeah, so Brighton, Brighton played Liverpool, we were at home. Um, We lost 1-0, our first game that we've failed to score in this season. But uh, credit to to Greg, because he's got a set up there, which is very, very tough to break down. You know, so credit to, you know, we can't can't really have any complaints. He's doing much better this season, isn't he, as well? He seems a lot more... Tougher to beat than he has been for it's a couple of seasons. He's up, to be fair, it's the way his tactics are. You know, it's it's difficult to go and work out how to 
how to break them down. I mean, I I specifically went. I noticed that there was a there was a position missing in the team, so I went specifically to try and highlight that and uh, had two men in the hole. But um, nah, it um, it didn't pay off. In fact, you could argue that it backfired because um, I didn't score. So yeah, yeah I can't, I can't yeah. really I can't really argue with it. You know, he's he's got a good win there. So fair play to Greg. Nice. And how about the mighty Tondela? Um, they won two 0 against Udinese. You know, a little bit of a slight experiment with the tactics, but uh, mm. but yeah, yeah. Again, it puts us up to second at the minute. So let's see how, we, how long we can hold on there, or maybe even catch Toby, who's top and looking formidable up there. He's looking yes. really, really strong. Yeah, do you, do you think that's uh, achievable to to reel in Brescia? Um. I was chasing him last season, and mm-hmm. I don't see another season chasing him. So, yeah, <laughs> let's um, come on, Toby. How, how has he managed to keep Tonali? <laughs> he must have he been offered the world player. repeatedly for Tonali, like repeatedly. How is he? Yeah, he's watching him at the minute, but um, but yeah, he's a class player. He's almost as good as Slater. <laughs> the correct one. Okay, that's good. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Glad we got that covered. <laughs> but no, you're you're in fantastic form though, with Tom Della as well. Well, both sides. I mean, you're second in both leagues, Nathan. And obviously, Tom Della still still unbeaten. Brilliant amount of goals scored. Not many conceded. That's, that's got to be almost a perfect sort of start. What you would sort of ex- you know really hope for going into a new season in a, in a new league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom Della. It would it would be nice to carry on pushing, um, Brighton. As I said before, you know I'll take I'll take top five of Brighton. You know the fact that I'm that I'm what is it? I'm, I think I'm level level of points with uh, with Callum at the minute is is uh, it just to be fair, it's testament to how well both Brighton and um, here's are doing. You know mm. both both teams have started really strongly. You know so yeah. Yeah, and the fact that uh, Ami is chasing us both down, it's it makes it really really interesting. You know, I'd rather be I'd rather be chasing chasing somebody down, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's nice. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of good, I suppose, in some respects for Ami because uh, sort of it might make him. Yeah, the pressure's going to be there in some respects because obviously he's a he's a double league winner now. Um, but like where he's not top at the moment, you guys have come in and you've proved yeah, that you, you, you belong there um, and making a proper scrap for it. It takes a little bit of pressure off, I'd imagine, and, and it makes it more of a, a, an even playing field for you all. I mean, he's got nothing to lose, is he? You know, he's, nah. he's, he's, won, he's won the big major ones already, you know, and showing, yeah. showing what a class manager he is. So, no, nah, fair play to him. He's done, he's done a top, top job there. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. He's dead uh, to me. Uh, only draw him with Callum. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the one. Did, I thought yeah. that was the one. Away at Man yeah. City. Fuck. No someone, has, someone has clearly <laughs> lost all their karma bets this week. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's move on to the man himself, Mr. Lang. Yeah. Uh, um, how did you find your week? Obviously, I got to be you've got to be quite happy with that result. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look back, or when you look at it after, yeah, take it, but. Lost our last, it was a last minute goal. It was the last in the 90th minute. So when you read it like that, 
I was like, if I just held on, three points would have been nice. But when you look at it, I mean, if if you asked me before the game, if I take a I take a point, then yeah, I would have. So, but, but losing a ninth minute wasn't the best, but it happens. Um, but we play that's us five away games as well, so we play quite tough. We've got a lot of tough games out of the way quite early, so we played like Man United away, Spurs away, Sami away this week. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll have some home games and we can pick up some some more wins and just keep going. Um, I don't see we've got quite a few players resilience and I don't see us picking up well, fingers crossed not too many injuries and it's really just suspensions for big games we need to worry about. So um, uh, started well anyway. arrows on the phone to Ben there. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was sleep I was, I was sleeping. sleeping. I was sleeping. There was this <laughs> fucking noise. <laughs> 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 you, I, I prefer him at 3am telling me he loves me when he's drunk as assholes that's the one <laughs> smashed <laughs> well, long, long time ago you don't have the stamina anymore for that do you no no chance <laughs> I worked out so that was the night I met my eldest daughters like not met her but like the first time I stayed with her like my older daughter's mum and my daughter's 11 this year that means I've known you at least 11 years. Okay. Crazy, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she was like, it's the, the annoying thing is one of the first things I thought of, I was like, fuck, she's 11. I was like, fuck, that means I've known Callum. <laughs> hey, okay. not only a shrine, but the first thought on his mind. I know, you know? right? I know. <laughs> just, can't, just can't get away from him. She's there always. Like a, you know, it's like a turd that won't flush. That's Callum. You know that one that just, you keep flushing, but the thing just floats. That's good. Persistent, mate. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be being a hips fan. Fuck it up. Yeah, you've always been a hips fan. Is, is, I'm assuming that's like, like probably like your your local side. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm from Glasgow, so usually oh. it's, um, you're either Celtic or Rangers. Depends. Yeah. What, depends what religion you are. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> my uh, dad's a hips fan has. I was a fan, and somebody, um, someone was from Edinburgh, so can I get passed down, passed down that way? So um, I've tried to, my boy's 13, and I've tried to make him a Man City fan rather than a Hibs fan, but he's a Hibs fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's fucked yeah. Just don't do it, don't do it, it hurts too much. That's what Amir's dad did to him. He was supposed to be a Hibs fan. <laughs> Well, you, they, got the, they got the all money and he started becoming a City fan. We, yeah, you're we're you're supposed to be an Arsenal fan, isn't you? No, Basin's like, mate. Basin's <laughs> oh, the okay. all day long. Oh. All day long, yeah. It's pretty, second in the league at the moment. Doing really pretty, well. Pretty sure you're a, <laughs> pretty sure you're a Spurs fan, mate. Pretty sure you're a Spurs fan. Oh, here we go. Here <laughs> go on, you know it. You know yeah, it. We know it. Like, I can't wait to get to the transfer roundup. I'll wait to the transfer roundup. Yeah, wait, right. we're gonna wait for that. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, drop yeah. little digs in, but we can wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! How did you get on, Giovanni? How did you get on? Oh, fuck's sake! Uh, Giovanni, did you? <laughs> your dad, Daniel Levy, is the one. He's Daniel Levy, isn't it? He wants the man yeah, to buy us. That's what he's waiting for. Or Mister Lachelso. <laughs> he's actually got me saved in his phone as Lachelso as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, he has. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good results. Uh, so uh, Champions League. Uh, I, to, to be honest, I think I know, some of you guys know. Hey, wasn't in it this week. Um, but yeah, it still still did. But um, didn't. I probably could have done better. But um, I, w- I think I would have took draws in both. Of them. Sort of similar to you, Lang. I, I, you know, looking at it in hindsight, I could have done things different if I thought about it better and, uh, and and done a little bit better, maybe got better results. But you know, it's Martin Banks in the league with Atletico Madrid getting one draw against him, and then uh, one all draw with Tilly's Leverkusen, who are Champions League semi. Uh, no, Champions League finalists runners up. So yeah, I'll take that. That's a that's a really really solid couple of games. Um, would like to have won in the Champions League. It would have put me in a better position to hopefully qualify. But yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. It's not it's not the end of the world. Yeah, be be nice to be in a better position. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. And uh, yeah, some good signs this week. So <laughs> yeah, not yeah. too bad. Not too bad. So, yeah, you can always count on Tottenham to improve your side, Tell. In Aki Williams, mate. That was the one. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, so uh, actually, uh, we had a question uh, this week, uh, which kind of sort of ties in with how your your week went, Daryl. And um, it asked, uh, like, how, how, how have our approach, you know, to us and the panel, how have your, you know, how's your approach to the game changed over the course of game one, two, one? Yeah, you've got your transfer merchants, you've got your tactical gurus and so on and so forth. Uh, and has the game, how it's uh, evolved over time with uh, the high stats now? Do you feel that tactics have become more relevant or less relevant? Oof. Because, uh, I, I'm assuming they're more relevant because, it's so, yeah, I suppose because you know, our teams are so close. Are they more relevant, or is it, is it less relevant because teams, uh, their players' stats are so high? What, what would you, what would you, your thoughts be, lads? Do you want, do you want to jump in there, Callum? Um, yeah. Um, I suppose you could look at it in both ways. I suppose there's less weaknesses now. So, for me, in season one, season two, I managed to get a really good win straight away with ten speed, um, which kind of against fullbacks and wing backs, they were kind of causing a lot of so they're causing them a lot of bother. So. I kind of focus more on that now. You're coming up against teams with that have got the ten speed fullbacks and maybe better wing backs than before. So you're looking at different ways of breaking them down. Um, so I would probably say there's less weaknesses to to kind of uh, exploit, but our my team's better as well for playing kind of different tactics. Where I don't always need to play out the wings. I can I can play through the middle as well. So I think there's a case for both to be fair. Without setting the fence. Oh, that's, that's a fair, fair shout. Um, how about you, Nath? Um, tactically, definitely, <clears throat> because teams are stronger, so there's less weaknesses. So you've got to be, in my opinion, you've got to be more tactically astute as to what you're picking and why you're picking it. Yeah. You know, in order to break down very strong teams. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, most most teams now are, are crazy good. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I think I'd have to agree. Yeah, um, I, I feel like uh, I've had to be much more on my game tactically. You, it's um, it's not as fun in some respects because you've really got to try and eke out every last possible tiny little bit of sort of tactical now. Whereas sort of season two, season three, if someone plays uh, a certain player with the wrong stat in a in a certain area, 
you could really really massively exploit it but everyone's pretty much got like 10 speeds and uh you know high high judgment high vision yeah all, 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 yeah good good aggression this is yeah all, all the stats are there now for most teams that'd yeah. be my opinion how about yourself darren boring yes um uh, yeah it's 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 just got to the point, like, as I say, like the teams I'm playing in my league and I'm not knocking them. Like, I don't want people to think that, you know, they pay their money. They get to play how they want. Like, I've, n- I've never had a problem with that. Like in any game, you always find it. If you do any kind of online game or anything, people play their money. They get to play the game how they want. But it's incredibly, it's incredibly dull. Like you spent, so I've tried to look because I think I haven't started the best. I'm mid table to top off. So you scout and then the scout, they don't play like anything that they've done before and i just think well then what was the point in wasting that 10 piece lot and you know then i set up one way and basically two tactics which is null and void because of the way he set up which is fine like he changed his system i didn't see it coming so it's fine but it's just when eight teams of the 12 are playing like that and it's literally copy and paste tactics it's just dull it's like sheep herding you know it's just they're all being the sheep so we'll just all shit house and take lucky wins here and there which is if that's how they want to play i'm all for it just it's really dull for me and i i'm starting to see why maybe i don't last in games more than three seasons anymore because it's just not for me really like this now where it's at i don't spend all week thinking about what I'm going to do. I don't spend multiple hours. I have a look on a Tuesday. I either sulk and then I look over the weekend. I sit with Greg's and watch the fucking stuff over the weekend and figure out what I'm doing, you know? Um, so I, I don't know. Like there's players maybe that don't take it as serious as some that are now just going to start drifting off because it's pretty fucking dull, to be honest with you. Um, as you say, everyone's so strong. There's no real weaknesses, but they sit up just to shit house and, you know, as I say, if that's how they want to play, then that's fine. But yeah, at the minute, it's a struggle for me because I find it quite boring. And that's how I'm finding it right now. Like Fiorentina, I'm enjoying because down in Division 4 is managers with second teams that want to just try things out, experiment, have a bit of fun, blah, blah, blah. So Fiorentina is fun because you're playing teams that are still trying to do different things. My whole league is literally just they've all got a bus and they're all sitting in front of it and that's it. And I feel that that setup just makes for really unpredictable games, no matter how you set up. If one team is parking a bus and that, doesn't matter how you set up, they make for unpredictable games. Just it always has. And it's just that for me isn't isn't fun. So it's difficult for me at the minute, you know, I have to say, especially with where we're at. But maybe, as I say, maybe it's also part my mindset. I've only ever gone into a game to have a bit of fun. So maybe I need to change my thinking, you know? So that's why I'm saying that's not me knocking the way anyone playing. You do whatever you want to do. You pay your three pound a week or whatever it is, four pound a week. You crack on. Um, but yeah, for me, from the question, personal, it's just it's, I'm finding it quite dull. I could do with another game, maybe a new game. I could maybe do with that. Yeah, I, I think I, I kind of agree, but different in a different way. Um, but I've I've actually enjoyed the tactical side of it in this game. Um, it's 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 been nice to sort of really sort of like test. Because I mean, there's a lot said for like you know previous games, and you know, you've, we've had these hall of fames and yeah, and all that sort of shit. And I, th- I think this game is the first time it's like a level playing field where all the managers in every league are really good, and you've got like Division Four guys uh, are just as good as the Premier League guys, and so every league is relevant. And 
it is so nice to sort of like, you know, even FA Cup games, you can't not take them seriously because you'll get beat easily if you don't take it. So, sort of, you know, you could probably, you know, stat-wise, you could probably play some lesser players, some second strings, but you know you need to mix it up a little bit and get your tactics right when you're out. If, if, you, if you care about it, you're out. You know, um, sorry, if you don't care about it, you're out. Um, but yeah, I, I find that quite the interesting side of the game. I really enjoy the sort of the little tactical battles, but I find it more uh, more dull in the sense of that the t- to everyone's team is maxed pretty much. Uh, it's really difficult to find anything that you can really have a go at. You know, you, you see you see the odd team where either like they play a, a certain way or or maybe they've got a couple of players that have got lesser stats in certain areas that you can exploit. There's a few and far between. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like a new game soon. I think that would be... I'd still stay in this game, but I think it'd be nice to have something else to perk your interest a little bit. Would, that, would a new game interest you you guys at the moment, or are you both, you both uh, still happy, Nath and uh, Callum? Um, um, on you go, Nath. Cheers, mate. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, a new game wouldn't mean anything to me. Um, I was dead set for a new game until I took Brighton on. Uh, I wouldn't ditch either team for a new game now, to be fair. I'm, I'm quite happy with where things are going. Um, so, yeah, no, it's got a new game has got no appeal for me. In fact, so I'm happy to wait for the next HFG. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm looking yeah. at the same. For me, this, this game, from for me personally, when you, when you take a smaller team, I always find that it's really, this is the season that you're on a level playing field. So the game's kind of just, I know it sounds silly, probably just start for me in terms of I'm in the top league. I'm possibly, as the first time kind of Champions League for, like aiming for the Champions League for next season, so that I'm in that. Do you know what I mean? That's season five. So for me, for a new game, for me, there's still a lot that I can do in this game. And I feel as though, for me, I've, it's been building up to this point. So a new game for me, I'm not really a dealer in terms of swaps and, and all that kind of stuff so it's it's not as if that the, the side, that side of it drying up affects me too much do you know what I mean it's more kind of building the teams yeah. and just try, try to win games so I can see how people would want a new game though and maybe a, an EFG in the background for other people but whether or not you get more people leaving this game which undoubtedly would probably happen and then it makes this game probably a bit weaker in terms of the unmanaged teams Yeah, yeah, it's, that's an interesting point. So it's not, I, I it's don't not for think... swaps or sales, though. I, I'm still getting... If I need that's to get same. a deal done, I could get a deal done. It, as I say, the, the boredom for me is maybe the league I'm in, just maybe the group of managers that play a certain way. Maybe it's that. Just It's just not fun. It's just not fun. And it's not because I'm losing, because I'm doing all right. Like, I'm mid-table. I'm all right. It's just, yeah, the setups, as I say, eight of the 12 teams just don't set up in in a way that makes the game interesting at all, you know, for me right yeah. now. And that's the problem I'm having. The game itself has been great. And as I say, I've probably built one of the best teams I've done for a very, very, very long time. Um, maybe ever they would probably be up there, but I'm just not enjoying it because, as I say, maybe it's just the league I'm in. Yeah, but it's it's not fun right now. Yeah, fair enough, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think for me, it's, it's nothing to do with transfers. And that. Um, I've just done a deal last week. I'm doing another deal this week. Who'd you get? Um, 
uh, Inaki Williams. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can. I know I can do deals if I want to do deals. I'm not sort of similar to you. Like, I'm not a big dealer. I do like the tactical side of it. I've really enjoyed that. I just find it. I just, I just find like the stats are too crazy in this game. It, it doesn't feel like it. You know, you've got to get lucky, really, in a lot of these games now because most of the teams have got insane players. So it, it's like if someone makes a mistake tactically, if you, know, you get very lucky, they might have one player. Uh, you know, maybe like an injured player's out, someone else comes in and they haven't got the right stats for what they would normally do. Maybe you can exploit something there. It's just few and far between because the teams are so insanely good now, um, which is a credit to everyone in the game for how well they've built their sides. I, I just feel for me, it's 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 not like a proper tactical battle. It's more of a, a nuisance in a sense that I have to put in that sort of level of effort just to get something because the teams are that good. It, it's not like I, I can sort of just uh, ex, you know, exploit some weaknesses. Yeah, so that, that's sort of my my view on it. Um, going back to you though, Lang. I mean. It's, yeah, you say yeah, this is sort of just starting for you though. Um, would there be no appeal for it at all then for a new game for you? I mean, I would join it. I mean, I think I've been in every game since. I think I've only missed a couple of games since a hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I had on my own week and a thing that I was doing way to win the the league in the cup in every nation. So yeah. I was going to do that through the previous. Kind of games probably from one one four onwards, and then with the hard format games, obviously we go halves anyway. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I would still, I would still play, it, but I just think how it would get set up as well. The the easy format games I find probably more of a challenge for me because the big teams aren't in debt and they've not got. Do you know I mean they, they they don't have as much? You're basically going up against a team that's. Doesn't really need to sell its best players, so yeah. it's. It, I'd say it's harder for me. Where I'm always going small teams. I've never been a big team, so it's it's more difficult for me than an easy format game going because these guys don't need to sell and they've got they've got the, the teams made. So, um, but if there was a new game, I would join it. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding anybody. I would. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I would like sort of going back to uh, what Nate was saying. I I think. Like an easy format game probably wouldn't massively interest me at the moment. Uh, I'm quite happy with sporting at the moment. Um, if there was something like a little twist to it, something different, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I might be interested. I'd like, I think that's what would get my interest is if there was something new, something different to explore in the game, even like a, a different database, um, different setup. I, I don't know, but yeah. Because I know the made... Legends games. You had the, the, that was the one nineteen with the Legends, which mm-hmm. I liked the concept of, and I, I thought it was good. But the, and it, it suited a lot of players. That you get so many good players. The swaps in that game was insane because you had so many. Like every single team pretty much had a world class player. Do you know what I mean? Every, every single team. But for me personally, I could I never go into one one nine because. I prefer to build a team up from scratch and it's progression mm. and do you know what I mean? Put potential and get progression that way rather oh, than yeah. doing all the swapping. And it, it, I just 
I didn't like having a, a. I was. I think it was a Seville, and they had uh, like Dave or Sukor. They had or Zamorano. They had loads of. I mean, it's the best start team I've ever had, but I didn't like it because it was a. Red, it was almost like a ready-made team. Um. So yeah, yeah. That way. But yeah, I'd I'd completely agree with you, mate. I I had um Torino. Uh, I, I I don't know if you sort of found the same um, same thing or any of you guys did. Um, for me in the Legends game, I had Torino, but it was built on the Grande Torino side from like the 30s or 40s that were like dominant in Serie A then. Um, but there was no connection to it. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was like I, I didn't know any of the players, so that it meant fuck all to me. I could easily swap every one of them. Whereas I think I took like a, I think I took Mulder or full. So I took another side, a second side, and uh, I was like the first thing I, I think I did. I brought in uh, Brian. I think I Brian Laudrup and uh, Eusebio. So then I was just like, oh, that's, I was actually more interested in my second string because I actually had players there that I knew. I think I even had like um, Anders Limpar. So yeah, it was like it was pretty cool. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I had no lore at all for that. For I think maybe like a database one, a bit more befitting of you know the age group in the game would probably yeah. be a bit if more. You start, yeah, if you start looking at the nineties, kind of, I think the majority of us all are all kind of nineties, like growing up watching the football yeah. in the nineties. Do you know what I mean? If you have like the Man United teams, the Arsenal team, I mean, you could pick a probably team from. That any kind of kind of year where you've probably got a good team at some point. Do you know what I mean? Sheffield Wednesday probably had a good team and had the Canio and all that. Do you know what I mean? And then, but how mm. easy for for Benny run it all? And again, I don't I don't know how that would go. It might be too much work. Do you know what I mean? For Benny to, I don't know. Yeah, what would uh? It, it uh, no, you said Nathan. Yeah, it's not a massive draw for you at all. But if, if there was something to pique your interest what what would that look like to you in a new game yeah uh, tough one tough one um i think the one thing would be if i could end up getting the uh the 1990 side purely because of gather and Lineker. and just imagine terry could be your assistant he'd love that he could Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dear, I'm gonna what, what, did you say that? Oh, I'm sorry, my Sony Ericsson was going off. Say that again. Let's <laughs> 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 oh, have a really good conversation there. You went I know, and I yeah. spoiled it, yeah. Absolutely. Fair of you. A Legends game. <laughs> a, a Legends game would be, would be sweet, though. Like especially now that I'm a bit more focused in the game instead of just like hoarding Charlton players and trying to make Dean Kylie great again. Like I think I would <laughs> I would approach it I would approach it better. I but, think yeah. you'd still sign some Charlton players though. Yeah, it's like legends. Would, yeah, I, I would. I would. But I was I, I, like, I, I was I, a bit annoyed I, last time because they gave us they gave me like I had John Barnes because he had to balance the team out. John Barnes had like played for Charlton I think like five times on loan. It wasn't much. But because he had to balance the team out, I got John Barnes. And I remember the Watford guy and the Liverpool guy being mad. Because <laughs> yeah. he was at Charlton. But yeah, it did, it helped because it was someone that wasn't, for me, like a Charlton legend. So it was an easy piece to swap out. But yeah, so um, yeah, Legends game, I think, would be the main thing that I'd be interested in next. I wouldn't do it easy format, I don't think. 
Not now that I'm doing Fiorentina. If I wasn't doing Fiorentina, maybe I'd use it like a second team, but I've got Fiorentina yeah. and I'm, I'm enjoying that, you know? Um, so I don't think I'd do an easy format. But saying that, would I you, mean... Would, would you still think, though, that, would you guys still think that the lower stats need to come in? Because, I mean, if, if we go back to that Legends game, the likes of Pele were like sort of, yeah, ridiculous stats already. Rightly so, obviously, as, as world-class, some of the great, yeah, the goats of, of the game. But it's difficult, um, it? You wouldn't want them to be low stats because you'd want yeah. the Pele's and stuff. So it'd be a difficult one to balance out, wouldn't it? Because you're doing a Legends game because you want to manage these mm. like names, don't you? Like, it's the name value, that game like that. And you wouldn't mm. want to start with, like, an 86 overall fucking Pele, would you, or something? Yeah, but like I mean, that. like, would, like, would, uh, you know, would, uh, say, a, a 107-39 Pele be right for for a new game or would you like to see him top in the list at say how long would a legends game actually last you know like it would soon lose novelty value you know i don't think you do a legends game i don't think you'd set up a legend game with the thought it's going to last as long as like 121 is the novelty value of these players and once you've done a few swaps and you've got all your legends that you like you'd be done you know You'd be done. I, I can't see it's like it, it would be like a quick fix for me. Like a legends game would make more sense to do than an e- easy format because it would last about the same for me. I don't think yeah, there'd yeah. be any longevity in a legends game because you know you build up all your favorite players, um, you know, the Tottenham 11 for you, and then you'd move on. Do you know what I mean? So, Tottenham 11 for who? You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get, get all your Spurs legends in and you'd move on. For me, a, uh, a Legends game isn't about growing your players. For me, a mm. Legends game is you're getting the finished article. Yeah. Legends game would literally be all deals. You'd scratch that deal itch constantly. For me, uh, yeah, unless you're tied to a club and you thought it was going to last, but it's not going to last a long time. You'd literally just think, who are the, my favourite like 11 players? You'd work your ass off to get them and you'd be gone. Do you know what could For be me. good, though, is if you did have like a Legends game and then all the current players, you know, um, say like your Ronaldo's, your Messi's now, are very good, sort of like your you wonder gems to find in scouting. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're equivalent of top Wonder Kid pop players. So, like, um, like my, my Gold Karma players that I had were like, you know, sort of season two when they were like 100 away, 36. Um, you know, it, it, in a Legends game, yeah, they could be like 96, 35, something like that. And, yeah, you, you find the, and they, yeah, maybe they rise quite nicely, like pop players or, or Karma players. Yeah, that, that could be. That could be an angle I, I would enjoy. I wouldn't mind having like a legend site full of like the whole thing full of old players, and then having to scout and try and find some of these these classy sort of players, like yeah, you know, the current ones that aren't their clubs, yeah, that aren't, are unattached. That could that could be an interesting twist on it. Yeah, or you ha- you limit the amount of legends in it, so they're still top top legends, but then you have like in a base squad for the rest, and then yeah, it becomes it keeps the it keeps a certain asset. Um, keep your leg, keeps legends in the game, but you've still got a wee bit of leeway for improvement as well. I think maybe if you yeah, wanted to, yeah, if you wanted bad. to make it last. Yeah. But I just thought if you're looking for something to just keep people ticking over, like a short burst of a legends game, might be better than yeah. an easy format. You know, 
Yeah, EFG, I just... I, know I think they're dead. I, I don't think there'll be... I don't think you'll... Yeah, I don't think many people would be interested in that either. I don't think no, there's think much appeal would, I, anymore. Yeah, I think it, it, like a, a new game for me would have to have something different. I, I don't feel like I'd be... Yeah, I put a lot of time into my turns and stuff like that. So to to keep me distracted and uh, and, and get me to try something else, yeah, there'd have to be something different, yeah, as opposed to the original. I mean, like, yeah, maybe a Legends game with lower stats and, you know, some bits and pieces here and there. I don't know, whatever everyone comes up with or what Ben comes up with, what you know, everyone discusses. I, I'm sure he probably put stuff out there to you know, canvas opinions. Uh, I think it could be interesting. It could be could be quite a cool cool concept again. It, it was good. I think you're you're right in some respects, Darryl. I think it did scratch a niche, didn't it? Um, I think you still. I think Lang's right as well. That I think you need that balance of squad building because it did feel like yeah, my my players were incredible. What I got from Trina, I have no fucking idea who any of them were, but they were incredible. Um, and it would have been nice to. Like have have a few players that I could have built and done something with. It just it just didn't feel feel that way in the end. It just felt like a really made side. Uh, it was just a case of trying to bring in players when I could. Yeah, which I, which I never could do because like the first person, the first player I went after was Dennis Burkham. The guy was having none of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like nah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I remember I just like just so, any interest? You no, no interest. Turned your attention to Teddy Sheridan and Gary Lineker. I know. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. yeah, you can calm down as well. Hello, I can hear you fucking giggling in the background. He's sitting there like, right now. Do you know the amount of messages <laughs> I got, though, to do this? I, I've, I've just got, I've got, I've got to please the fans, did it tell? I'm sorry. It's nothing personal. <laughs> I've been requested to remind you that you want to be Daniel Levy. Oh, when you dear. grow up you want to be Daniel Levy sorry Embleton he's now Daniel Levy yeah that's it it's done oh, that's the one yeah a Tottenham cut that no one likes <laughs> <laughs> you have wow. achieved it now. <laughs> wow fucking hell you're going in tonight Jesus Christ come on Lang come on i suppose we'll move on though um there's another sort of thing that was brought up um in in the uh podcast uh section of, of discord um normally we just ask questions you, you get funny shit in for the, at the end but i did see one i thought it might be um worth bringing up so just just uh see what you guys think of this uh gibby the monaco manager asked uh, in a game so over swamped with uh, double sa players what's everyone's thoughts on it? any new hfg games should the players be one be able to have only one sa plus either midfield defense or versatility can have double sa's but make sure they're more expensive to buy or keep the status quo um cool i don't know i I'd probably keep it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's overkill. It's made cash more relevant, and I'll, I've I've always been a cash player. So for me, I I wouldn't want to change too much because people are selling a lot more. Like there's a lot more available for cash on a more regular basis. Like when have you ever thought you could still buy such good players season four for cash like this? You know, like 
Yeah, we sold we sold someone last week from Fiorentina for like hundred and five million. We got for him. Yeah, like, you don't you don't really see that too much into a game. Cash normally fades out, um, so I wouldn't want to change that because of that. But again, that's how I play. Maybe others have thought it's a bit overkill, but I don't. I'd probably keep the status quo myself. I don't know. Okay. I think I think it needs a. I think the SAs need a better distribution. I think I, I think it needs a full revamp. I don't think it's. I don't like the way it's set up just now. I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair um, to a certain extent. Oh, look, uh, Scott, Scotsman crying about what's fair. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Here we go. <laughs> Imagine my shock that a Scotsman doesn't think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it anymore. What? <laughs> Can we split? I don't want it. Can I be on my own? <laughs> you haven't heard my reason, though. <laughs> I, just think, I just think that when you look at the... In, in this game, see when you look at the top teams, they're... Say, say they take... Say Amir's Man City, Real Madrid, Barcelona... Their full squad has probably got at least over a hundred in terms of points essays on them. So I think that's I think that's a huge amount, and I don't think that gets taken into account in terms of when the games started. I know I know there's debt, and I know there's it adds value on his squad by say twenty percent for determination and all that. But in terms of a starting squad, you've got over a hundred hundred points worth of essays on these teams. And then you look at smaller teams. I can always say for myself, I don't know how many of you started with that. I started with one body with leadership. So essentially I've got... Yeah, I think I only had... I think he had composure, to be fair. Or determination. Yeah, so, so you've got about six points worth, which in yeah. terms of that getting added on value-wise to my player, I mean, it was added on to my best centre-back, but he was worth, I don't know, six, six million. So added maybe two million onto him. But then when you look at... Say you look at Kevin De Bruyne, it's got flair or, or composure and something else. That's adding a whack more money on it him, but it's still taking. An, I don't think it's taking into account how many essays are in the game for the big teams. I don't think. I think there should be some way of, I don't know, putting the essays either limiting them so that you you don't big teams don't start with as many or nobody starts with any and you get a bank of essays to put on yourself. I don't know. But I just think there's too many essays for the big teams. Fuck hell. <laughs> I, I can just I can I can just hear and see yeah, like, sort of these managers, just, just yeah. slinging his fucking pot of gravy all over the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just wailing it across the wall. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe, like, I maybe I I hear what what you're saying. Maybe like, but is that the balance? Like, so they get no cash, but they get players with no. essays, and we get all the cash and points, and we can go get them. But I, for me, it didn't feel like there was enough. I like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I I see your well, point about yeah. having too many. And like I've it's got, now literally an essay-led game. It's true. Well, mm. I've got I get started with seventy-five points and three hundred million. So for me, yes, just buy for me just to buy the essays that a team like Man City or Real Madrid or Barcelona have got. That's all my point. That's that's not even before you start looking at potential. Just to get on terms with them with essays, 
That's all my cash, right, right. all my points. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Do, do you know what I mean? That's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. For, me, for me to buy those points and to put those SDs on my players who aren't as good anyway, without potential, That that's without potential. So I think it's a hindrance. I think that Eddie's looked at, I don't think, I, I think it's, it, I definitely think it needs looked at. Because like, I, the issue will be, like next game, these big clubs that start with debt, Smaller clubs will not go and look for them players with cash. They will invest heavily in mm. essays on their players. You know, there won't be it won't be as easy for them to make deals. The the smaller clubs will also have a bit more control, especially after this game. So like maybe something does need a revamp because the next game, Division Three clubs are not going to go looking at Division One trying to get players. They're going to invest in their own. You know, yep. they're going to scout a lot more. They're going to put essays on literally anything that's half decent, let alone decent. It's going to be essay to the max, and they're going to use their cash and points for that just to create these monsters. So it's going to be a lot harder for big clubs again next year. So I think from both sides, it probably does need to be looked at because I would imagine yep. next game, as I say, I wouldn't I wouldn't now have given 5P Lubick, who was the one guy with an essay, and nines across the board, I wouldn't have given him for Suarez because I'd be like, well, actually, I don't need a 33-year-old striker. I can make this kid a beast and... Come season three, I'll have 15 Suarez's, you know? So you'll go into a new game completely different as a smaller club. Because like now, I, like next time, I wouldn't do that deal. As much as Suarez helped, I'd keep that guy and double SA him and, you know, make him even bigger, you know? So, okay, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. So maybe it does need to be looked at. I mean, maybe it does. Nathan? Um. A couple of points. I, I disagree with with what Daryl just said in regard of. Uh... Oh look, Spurs fans sticking together. What a <laughs> I'm stuck here with two Spurs fans and a Scotsman. I've got no fucking chance, have I? Jesus Christ! Jesus, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not allowed to call you Yids anymore. And it's time to put a statement out saying that's over, isn't it? You're no, no more Yids. Stop always doing that. <laughs> doesn't change anything. But no, I disagree with that point because if you're a Division Three, Division Four team, and you've got the likes of Harry Kane or Mo Salah or Jordan Henderson going for swap. I'm sorry, but you're making a move for him. Mm. You know, you're, trying to, you're trying to do what Aaron did in season one by going out and getting Van Dyke and players like that and just yeah. riding, riding the way through the divisions. It's part of the game, isn't it? That's what yeah. you want to do, isn't it? As a lower, lower size, you, you want that. You want, it's, it's the allure of the big names, isn't it? That's it. Some people do chase names. You know, yeah. quite, quite a few people do chase names. I don't think a lot of people will do that now, though. With what they've learned of the game, I don't think it will be as appealing as it was at the start. Some managers mm. won't. I agree with you, but there will be a cluster that will. There will. Yeah. Be. I mean, yeah, I I, yeah. I've got James Madison on. I've got James Madison, and I get more PMs about him than any other player. Yet he's. I've, I've sent him out loan. Do you know what I mean he's not? I think he's a thirty-seven playmaker, one hundred and one. We. I think he's got composure and flair. He is a good player, but. I've got better players that I don't get messages about. It's him. And I think that's solely down to the fact that it's James, it's James Madison. Madison. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's the same. If you, It's always been the case. If you put players that people like to think that are playing in their team, do you know what I mean? Rather than just looking at stats, you do want people to play this for fantasy, for, for having names to the picture Harry Kane up front. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it would still happen. And Yeah. Yeah, because I, I I know like we, what we were saying like if if there's a le- if the next game's like a legends game and I've got some like proper quality and say you Callum have uh, got say like someone like Burkamp I whatever you want from my team you you can have that that would be how I would approach that 
you know what yeah. I mean? It, it's it, it wouldn't even be a, an issue because that's that's. I think we all have that sort of little side to us that wouldn't you know name chase. I mean, like I think yourself, Nate, wouldn't you, with Gaza and yeah, you know, it's it's there's a few, isn't game. there? Yeah. yeah. But it's easier yeah, for me yeah. to get my legends, you know, Clive Mendonca's yeah, people that really want to exactly. hold on to. Exactly, yeah, you know? but then, like, let's just say you, you, <laughs> get, you get, get a second string side, though, um, Yeah, say you get a fourth yeah. division side and, and Charlton do put up Mendonca, you know you're going to probably put whatever, yeah. yeah, maybe go a little bit overboard for probably. to get yeah. what you want. Fucking Richard Rufus. Love him. <laughs> Rufus You brother. need it. Tony Watt. No, never. <laughs> legend i still can't believe i still can't believe tony watt has not blocked me on twitter i don't know how much abuse i have to give that man he still hasn't blocked me even on his wedding day right he posted a bit happiest day of his life and a picture of him getting married on his wedding day and i commented straight away saying happiest day of my life involved you too when you fucking left <laughs> and he still hasn't blocked me like still won't do it how far do you have to go <laughs> i know I he put up like Motherwell Player of the Year, and I was like, Motherwell must be fucking shit then. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what though, Tal? Just to rewind yes. about your point about um, SAs and so on. Right, if people yes. are double SA in their players, and like you put in Common Flair or GSI and Com or whatever on players, then no one's got the right to complain that people are getting injured. Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah, what you what are you doing complaining? Because you had the choice to put uh, resilience on a player, you chose not to. So either get a get a quality backup for him, or uh... that, that's that's actually a, a brilliant point, Nate. Because I think that's what one thing I've learned from this game is is like I think I went I went too quickly for put in dual SA, but like so you can dual SA in many ways. So you, like one of them's like like you say you could put resilience on players so you can basically keep your your first 11 all season long or you can make them more powerful by obviously using combination essay sort of like um i, I don't know like a uh, height and determination on on a target man something like that or you could go the route of um you know cover, covering certain aspects of your team so like you you could put pro on them so you don't get you know state of mind falls drops um you could go for character so yeah, your players' morale stay up. You know, you, there's a lots of different options that you could you could take in this game, uh, and it's all personal preference, isn't it? I, I think that's like yeah. one thing I I did. I I I know I, I probably the, out of all the points I've accumulated over this game, I've probably blown half of them. Uh, you know, put them on a player, thinking I'll keep him, and then two weeks later I've swapped him, and it's been really frustrating. But you know, to maybe get a deal over the line, it's had to involve a certain player, um, and that player is someone you just added an SA to. I think something like Ben said uh, when he came on at Christmas, it you know, sort of resonates here. It's like, you know, he, he said like, yeah, we, I think someone asked the question, like how, what would you do with UE points if you was a, a manager, like in this game? And he said, I, I wouldn't have spent them for ages. And that sort of really resonates for me. I think like in a new game, I'd be a lot more composed with how, how I, how, how I do, deal with. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. even I tried to jump the gun too quickly. Yeah, definitely. As I say, I would agree with that. That like we've still got twenty at Fiorentina. I think we've we've done two bits and pieces. Like me and Matt have been really slow with it, um, just waiting and waiting for that moment or something we've seen in performance and stuff that we know could help. And um, and I feel that that's been a much better approach. So I would agree with you there. Like I think I would be very different with points moving yeah. forward. I think the whole setup would be very different. So maybe it is the time to look at it because, as I say, I think. 
big clubs would approach deals differently or what they'd ask for would probably be a little bit more extreme, you know? And I think what mm. people, smaller clubs would do with their points would be a lot more different. I don't think they would all just waste them to throw pot on a player to give to a big club straight away. I don't, I just don't see that happening. I know I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do that Suarez deal now because of what I've learned from this I, game. I, something else though, and it'd be interesting again to get you, you uh, your thoughts guys is uh, going back to what you said though, Lang, would an, an approach, so I, I see your point, you know, it's, it's you know, if, if, uh, about the values and 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 that yeah from the essays in in teams, but would so like all all essays add a certain uh, cash value to a player, uh, and that's supposed to sort of help bridge that gap in in deals as well and stuff like that. But would is is it not the time now to have pot have a cash value? I mean, I know we know it in deals like you know if you, yeah it's usually pot for pot, or if you're swapping a pot player the guy coming to you must improve your first team. That's pretty much the rule of thumb. But is it not surely now the time that Pot should have some um, monetary, some monetary that- value to the, you know, to the game? Because let's say it added 20 million to, to a deal, it's going to stop. You know, you know, it's going to make managers think differently about deals or, or something like that. Or what's your thoughts on that? Would that be, would that be some a, a reasonable option? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's difficult with Pot because it isn't a sure thing, you know. Like if you look at a player, what you're getting, and it, say they've got two essays, you know that's stuck with them. You can look at ARs. Mm-hmm. Someone with Pot, you're still taking a gamble. Now, I would say the majority of Pot players I've had have always been good trainers, and you can get their overall, you can get their OA rising relatively quickly until kind of this season. But it's it's a slight gamble still so I know, I know what you're saying in terms of it has an effect on deals so but it doesn't get taken into, into account do you know what I mean no. <laughs> I know, I yeah know yeah it's just difficult. It, just, it's, it just seems weird to me that it doesn't have any sort of mon- monetary value but then it, if, you know, it, if you're going to put a price on it then surely it's 70 million if you're going to it depends what oh yeah yeah I, I, yeah I was just picking a ballpark figure really but I, I think it's I, well but then yeah, seven million too much. Yeah, office, logically, or... it, it makes that makes sense logically. Um, yeah, because the the price and uh, of the points and that. But then it would sort of, I think it would fuck a lot of deals. Yeah, it, it would it would stop teams doing deals. I mean, if it was just something that had at least some sort of impact to a deal, twenty thirty mil. You know, it, it's it's uh it's sort of a bit more of a sensible thing. You know, it's um. Yeah, it's, it's going to make people think differently about transfers. I don't know. It's just, just just sort of going by what you were saying, just trying to think of a yeah. a way around that. But I, th- I think also that there needs to be less UE points. I know that it's kind of... You, sh- you shut your whole mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, Thanks, Tom. <laughs> but the, if you, the, more, the more UE points there are, the less value they become. Essentially, yeah, people yeah. Can, people can throw them away because I mean I threw I won't say I threw them away, but there's a deal that I did at the start of the season that I probably I wouldn't have done if I didn't know that this the half price sale was coming. So I did sweeper, I had sweeper keeper uh, on a keeper, and I added what did I add? I added composure on another centre half that I swapped with Liverpool for a uh, Navikita, which was a good deal for me when you look at it now. Um, but 
that was 12 points and mm. I had to give a lot of cash away. Now, I wouldn't have done right. that if I had 30 or 40 points, but with the fact I had 75, plus I knew I was getting another 20 as well, 95 points with what, what's 12, really. I had I had my players potted and to get a player like Naby Keita and 12 points wasn't, do you know what I mean? It wasn't too much yeah. for, for, for yeah. me. So I, I think, it's not dropping the ocean, isn't it? No, and I think that's it's made the points less. Points used to be the big thing where where you had if you had a potential player, you put them up. I mean, everybody wanted them. There were so many potential players in this game that mm. kind of you're putting potential. I remember Muscles uh, putting at Crusaders putting up. I think he had a swap thread with four kind of potential players, and they were kind of nines across the board. But he wasn't getting swaps because there were just so many players that were similar. Yeah, yeah. So I would, if for me personally, I think you drive down the points that you drive them that you either make them more expensive to buy and you drop you drop the starting value of them. You maybe the small teams start with forty and then you do negative points for teams. It then cuts the amount of points in the game. I think that's what needs done for me personally. I think I think this the amount of points that are, you know diff, different opinion here, but I think the, the amount of points is is fine if they, you do two things. One is none of these silly sale things again. I, I think it's completely unnet. Well, it was in some respects it was necessary with you know uh, well it was it was almost like a you know sorry for fucking up the um, inflation thing for the big sides, but. Um, yeah, I think yeah. If you, if we didn't have that and we didn't have the northern leagues, because they they sort of obviously came in, um, teams yeah they got took over. All of them pretty much had seventy to ninety odd points. They got access to the the sale as well. I think if you cut that out, the game yeah. is not as not as saturated. Yeah, with with, with dual essays and pots and stuff, it, it would be a lot more sensible. Yeah. I think so it's mean, out of control a bit, isn't it? Like, I do agree with well, that. Yeah, like, when yeah. You look I mean, at teams like, every every, like, every team, every team, yeah, and that's all people are now doing is like just finishing up backups of dual SA, and yeah, yeah, you know, much. they're moving through their reserves now and stuff. So I do understand that point. I just, I, I don't know how. You know, we're moving away from the proper question. I'm not too <laughs> sure how to how to change it though without breaking something else. Yeah, I, I just think you just have to just cut out like um, I, I think like having n- negative S, uh, UE point thing or or cutting down uh, how many small sides have. I, ju- I think it just it takes away the appeal of the small sides and it would take away some of the appeal of taking a big side because I wouldn't want to take a big side that was negative UE points. I, ju- I just wouldn't want to do that. And it, I wouldn't be interested in the EFG where... I can't really squad build because I've only got a few UE points. It's, the the gulf between the sides in the FG is is insane. So yeah, I mean for me that wouldn't that wouldn't interest me. Whereas like a, an EFG where it's you know single team management or max two that you know uh, two per season you know and if if you drop that team halfway through season that's it tough shit. No one else gets that team till EOS or season one. Sorry, but um. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that would be a good way, and none, none of the sales and all that sort of lark. I, I think that that would make it more more interesting for me. But yeah, just just my opinion. How about you, Nath? 
I'm right, I've, I've lost what the question is. <laughs> <laughs> we started off on one thing, and I think we've 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 uh, yeah, a few we times, went we? off. We went on a tangent. See, this is yeah, what I did. You, I, 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 you leave I, I a Scotsman in it. Like, you leave a Scotsman in the mic. See what happens. This is how Nicola Sturgeon gets so many supporters, isn't it? Because she just she just goes off on a little tangent about nonsense that no one's talking about. To be fair, the, the question on, the question I remember you asking was um, should pot have a monetary value? Um, and for me, no, no, it shouldn't. Why should you be rewarded for spending points on a player when you're no, going to eventually I, get rewarded for it anyway? Yeah, no, so I suppose that the, the question was, um, I, I think, sort of, well, that was I that just was wish you could of... sell them easier because, like, I've taken over teams where people clearly have no idea what pot is you meant to be for, and I'm stuck with these yeah. players that are just trash. Yeah. Make it a little yeah. bit easier for me to sell them is all I ask. Like if an agreed deal, something, just make it a little bit easier for me to clear out because, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. I've taken over so many teams, you know, like I could sell Hindu from Fiorentina this week. I've had an offer, but he's on the transfer list. So I can't accept it. I have to tell the dude to bid for him on the transfer list, which just seems ridiculous, you know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my only thing yeah, with yeah. that. Make it Again, though, Daryl, if you're talking about play, uh, people that have taken on multiple teams and, and seen that, surely you should be talking to Lewis. I don't yeah. talk to Lewis. I want to know how to... <laughs> What's Lewis going to tell me? Having a... <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you talk to Lewis if you can't don't know how to count sheep. That's what you do. Oh, dear. That's the question. Oh, dear. I'm a workman. I know. Yeah, I can sheep all the time. I've got two under my arm, mate. I'm a fucking pimp. <laughs> if only you stuck to counting them. He just goes that step too far, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, fuck counting them. Oh, the bloody time. Love it. Love it when a bird says, let's go to dinner, I'll buy you lamb. Yes, you fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> That's only because you misheard him and said, I'll buy you lang. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey! You can afford me. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to the guy. Oh dear! All right, I think we're going to move on to the transfer roundup, Daryl. Mm-hmm, Christian Eriksen <laughs> transfer roundup <Yeah>. over. <laughs> right, Santos, the player, not the team, left Fiorentina this week in a massive 105 million move to Torino. The 27-year-old was considered surplus to requirements by the production. And at 104, 38 left forward with Noz and Pot, he looks a tasty cash signing. On leaving the club, Santos said, I was the main man here for years. Then these idiots come in and want a target man. I will show them by firing Torino to the title. He ain't firing nothing but blanks. He's basically a walking vasectomy. Get fucked. Um, <laughs> Richard Webster has recently taken over Nice and has made a big statement in making this his team this week with some big moves. First of all, Bustos, 2,604, 38 fullback, 37 centre-back with reliability, determination and pot left for CSK Sofia in a 40 million deal that sees Karma player Hansen 2,302, 38 centre-back with reliability arrive at Nice. Richard also went back to his old team and did something many managers have been trying to do for some time in signing the mighty Virgil van Dijk, 31-108-40 centre-back with composure and leadership and longevity from Genoa. VVD was also joined alongside another Karma player in Piri, 20-98-36 playmaker and left mid in a move that sees Kera, 25-104-39 centre-back with determination, leadership and pot. Head 
to Genoa. Massive deal for Celta Vigo this week as they landed Distin, 2,200 centre-back with Pot from Galatasaray. In a deal that sees Gilmar, 2,300 right left forward with Nozzle Flair and Pot. And Blanco, 20-100-138 free roll left mid with GSI and Pot go the other way. The deal makes interesting reading and a massive coup for Vigo as it also sees them land Sikidika, 25-108-38 right left forward with GSI character and Pot. The deal had been blocked for a couple of weeks, but finally the boys found a way to get it through. Deli Ali, I'm surprised you didn't go for him, Tal. Uh, 2606-39 free roll with GSI and character and pot. Was the subject of a big move this week, and as expected, <laughs> just and he lasted a week at Boa Vista and has gone to Leicester in a risky deal for Leicester manager Steve Perry as he let the awesome Chowdhury. Wow, Steve let Chowdhury go? Interesting. 2439 anchor man with reliability and team. Uh, and Pot go with another anchor man in the squad. Steve felt it was the right move, stating, We need someone that can give us that attacking threat, and Ali is that man. I'm looking at taking character and adding either Flair or Com. Andy Young got his man, as he promised on last week's podcast, by landing Billy Gilmore, 103.39 playmaker with leadership and composure, and Pot from Terry's Sporting Lisbon. Ara, Aram Barry, 102.39 anchor man with determination, and Pot also arrived in a deal that seized. Terry's favourite player, Christian Eriksen, 106-39 playmaker, with composure and free kicks, and Williams, 106-40, right there forward with flair, composure and pot. We hear another deal will follow this week, and fact of the day, but did you know that Williams bagged a brace for Bilbao against Lisbon on turn two of season one, and that Terry is actually a Spurs fan? Terry Tottenham, the toddler pusher. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, two. Wow. That is two. How many Arsenal wow. players have you signed in this game, Nave? No, none. I've signed a Chelsea player called Fabregas. He's no signed Fabregas. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but you've signed two now. Two. Jeez. Yes. To, to, to be honest, closet. So if it if it's just Ericsson, no. But anyone who knows me knows I love my wide forwards, and then when he sort of says to me. Naki Williams is available, and I look at him 106 40. Don't try to distract right Okay, Andy, oh. Andy said to me on chat that oh. Williams deal was dead until he included Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. he did. Yeah. <laughs> Williams wasn't enough, he needed that Spurs faithful. He'd been missing the Celso. He needed there was, that there Spurs was some faithful, really, so. really, I do you know what that is like. It's the, a big deal. The, though, it was the most offers I've ever had on a player. Like easy, e- not even close. Like like ten offers, bare minimum, with ease. Um, probably more. But yeah, they were all good offers. But I mean, uh, uh, you know, one hundred six forty Y forward. I uh, just they're so that's that's going to be like disgusting. Yeah, because I've got Camacho who's one hundred six forty with Flair and Com. It just you know that's it now. That's my attack sorted for the entirety of the game. With, with uh, and he's getting uh, he's actually got gamesmanship and flair until the flares uh, on Harry Kane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gamesmanship is coming off and uh, composure's going on. So yeah, I'll I'll be I'll, next week. I'll be really looking forward to playing. Courtois, it's Chelsea. You fucking rim boy. Oh yeah, here's Loris. <laughs> I'm thinking of Loris. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh dear. You're weird at that. Uh, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a very easy deal to make, though. I mean, you, you offer you offer me a wide forward like that. Yeah, I, I don't care who who else is involved. Is there a but, reason why you've uh, you've made a beeline for Tottenham players in this game more than Arsenal players? <laughs> good playmakers, mate. That's all I can say. I mean, good playmakers. Lacelso was really good when he came in. I probably would have swapped Fabregas for him. So better than what uh, you'd have got in Arsenal is what you're saying. I can I can understand that. <laughs> well, who would have, who would have, who did Arsenal have a playmate? I've, I'd imagine at the start of this game it would have been Ozil, wouldn't it? Would it? Would he? Would he been there still? Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan. I. I. No, but you know what? I. I genuinely. Uh, so there used to be a guy, something circus. He was the manager of Arsenal, and I. I don't know if you guys remember, like season one. Uh, I. No, I think I played him season one or season two. I played him Arsenal in the UEFA Cup, and I was delighted to beat him because, like, I'd been messaging for ages for players, like trying to. Yeah, I'd offer him pop players. I'd. Uh, if you put players up for loan, I'm like, look, I'm a gooner. Just yeah. If you, I'll, I'll happily play them, you know, and train them and whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, I never heard back. So yeah, I don't think it's what many though, didn't you know? He just kept the same team, I think, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. I don't think he, he must have been like Maxi with Everton, and maybe he didn't have to sell a great deal of players, you know. Yeah, I, I just messaged him like sort of turn one because I thought he'd probably have to sell. So yeah, I could offer some cash and get a player that I like in real life. Um. But yeah, that yeah, there was no, there was never any there was such such a, a lack of really good quality playmakers and yeah, if Gilm was going, I, I I needed um sort of a replacement who can do the job for a bit until my gold karma guy um no no Embleton, my my youngest boy until he's ready he's not far off he's he's like one hundred four thirty seven now so he's he's getting there um but he's also playing really well inside forward because he's got attack SA so. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. But now I've got Ericsson 39 PV composure. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably look to swap him on at some point. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Enaki Williams was, I, I've wanted him since, uh, yeah, whoever was Bill Bow manager would know. I, I was raving about him from uh, season one. He was always like a, a long term target. And I've watched him, watched him for ages. I've always wanted him. So yeah, that was that was an easy one to make. Just ignore these fuckers, Taylor. It's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're a special, I expect man. no less from these shit houses. Absolutely no less. To be fair, right. Gibbo, if you're listening, um, Terry's made a. Uh, he's making a bid for some this week. I'll offer him a dog. A dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, let's, so let's jump to the questions then, guys. Um, First one's from Fozzie. He asks, if game 1-2-2 was another HFG, what one thing would you add to the game and the one thing you would take out of the game? Uh, let's go, Nathan. What would I add to the game? Oh, mm. um, good question. It is. Yeah. You've stumped me there. I don't know. I'm quite happy with the way the game is, to be fair. I think it's running really well, so... Yeah, I can't. Yeah, sorry. You're on your fence, mate, and you don't move. Oh dear, someone's hoping for a little gift surprise, gift basket from Ben, isn't he? Oh fucking hell! Someone's got the chafed knees. Why would that assists? I want to see assists. Um, I would always had that. Um, I want that. I want to see assists. What I would take out, Callum. 
<laughs> 11 plus years, mate. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Fuck, I know. If I'm stuck with you this long, 11 fucking years, I'm done now, isn't it? At least. You get less for murder. I know. <laughs> How about yourself, Lang? Um, I don't know if you would class this as taking it in or taking it in or putting pulling it out or whatever, but I would um, maybe take 10, 15 away, away, like knock it right off, the, take it down. Do you know what I mean? Your starting stats are all yeah. at least 10 to 15 overall down. Keep the way the rises were for the first few seasons. Or the way, or you could even keep the rises the way they were, but everybody's knocked down like 10, 15 overall. And then people see progression, they, see, they still start see. start with like 69 overall players at Stonegrounds if you did that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like they were poor, bro. <laughs> I'm in the same boat, but you'd be in the same league with other people. Yeah, like I suppose so. And yeah, then yeah, true. Yeah. Everything gets yeah. knocked down and then. You still get the progression of you see the rises, you see your team becoming better, but you've also tactically you've got more weaknesses for everybody. Even against you could be playing bigger teams, and if they are they're still going to have their top player could be like a ninety, say a ninety five overall. They're still going to have weaknesses as well. So that's what I would do, and it makes the game last much longer. It would keep deals. I just think it would keep swap. I think just doing that would is all you need to make this game. Right, that that's all I would add. That would just knock it right down. Yeah, I I think I would agree with you, Lang. I've I've sort of long said that on on here. I I, I think for me, a new game needs to see much lower essays. I ten to fifteen. I don't know, but I I've you know is that too much? I don't know, but um that that would be down to everyone to sort of decide on, I suppose. But um obviously Ben mainly. But um, I, I would like to see, like, yeah, your, your, your top players, like your Messi's and Bappe's and that, like, 135 tops, like the top, the very top end, so that they've got room for progression as well. Yeah. Um, it just just feels to me that it, it's it's way too high. It's way too high. I, I don't want to be sitting with a hunt to 106, 40 PV uh, wide forwards in season four. It, there's there's no squad building to me there. This. Uh, it's just okay. It, it feels like it's a sort of throwback to the old games where it's just like whoever builds the best team's going to win. You yeah. Know, luckily, luckily, tactics in this game are, are much more important now. So, yeah, you could you could take advantage of some teams even if they have got great sides. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd definitely go. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd go for the lower lower stats uh, to bring into the game. Take out. Uh, multi multi team management. I I I know it's still an appeal to a lot of guys. So maybe yeah, I think like yeah, take take it to like halfway through a season at least through season one, and then allow it. But then just say it's like you get one team, and you know that that's it. Yeah, you, for that season, you don't get another one till you know the following season. Because there's there's a lot of yeah, you see it a lot where you get these odd deals and then the manager's left and then, you know, a mate of a mate's took over and uh, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to me in my opinion. So, but that's just my opinion. So that means fuck all. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Monsieur Le Quack Quack, AKA Carlos. He asked, uh, if Terry offered to baby, Oh, fuck you. If Terry offered to babysit your kids, would you trust him or would you be, or would you come home to them all being tripped up? 
They'd be all tripped up, innit? That's your thing. Yeah, They'd be all tripped up wearing Spurs, Spurs kits, wouldn't they? That's what I'd come home to. Kids falling over yeah. Spurs fans, innit? Fucking hell. In fairness, Terry's already dressed as one of his children in a Spurs kit, haven't you, Tom? Have I? Yeah, oh, yeah. My, yeah. Sister, my, sister, my, <laughs> my sister did it. She put, um, when, what, who was it? it? Was I think it was my eldest when he was born. We went out to my sister's for like for dinner, like a Chinese, this, you know, some night. And I think I, I don't know where I must have gone out for a toilet or or something like that. And yeah, she yeah. she put a Tottenham hat and scarf around my newborn son and took <laughs> photos and plastered them all over Facebook. Ah, Absolute bastard! What a shit ass! You love to see it. Yeah, uh, Lewis, <laughs> you, you're good. You're good, pal, Daryl. Lewis, yeah, asked, yeah. Uh, Mr. Oh, personality. Oh, sorry. This is for Lang. He's yeah. uh, he's put. Would you rather win the Premier League or have it that Daryl was relegated to Division Four? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Daryl seems to be doing that itself anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would go with Daryl's insignificant. <laughs> Daryl relegated. Fucking hell! Yeah, you see with that rivalry going. I would have <laughs> relegated. Oh my god! Yes, like wouldn't even blink. It wouldn't even. I wouldn't even have to think about it. I'd be like, send him down. Take him. God, start as again, bitch. As soon as Nath puts the the you know the world stats or the all the games straight <laughs> on, it looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I straight on to look. I'm like, can I shit out him? And last time I did it, actually, was when Maxi did it. I haven't actually got to do it for a while, so. I thought oh, Amir. I thought Amir was going to give him a slap. Amir let me down this week hard. Like fuck it up. I know. Okay. I will lose eventually. Don't you worry. But I won't yeah. answer my phone here. It's all right. I've already, I've, 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 I've already got Nate worded up. He's all right. No, I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, John at Lecce asked Nate, "What? Oh, what's your best Michael Owen quote?" <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um. He puts the ball in the net. It's a goal. Do you know what? Do you know what? Here's one for, here's one for Sunderland's finest. <laughs> when they don't score, they hardly ever win. <laughs> yeah, a, bit like, a bit like Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Peter Reid there. Uh, Nick at Sully Hall, Moore's Mo- 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 asked, uh, what is one essay you think is really overrated? I- I'd say GSI. I, I really don't. I've not seen the benefit of it at all. I think it depends on what you put it on. I put it on a centre mid, and I know Grant Baxter used to do it in the last few games. He put GSI on a centre mid, and they seem to score more goals. Whether or not you put, if you put GSI on a forward or a, a free roll, which seems to be the, the main positions, but they mm-hmm. should really be round about the box getting goals anyway. I see. Yeah. I, I, kind of used it in a centre mid that usually score if you know what I mean to try and boost that and it's kind of worked to a certain extent uh, I put it on Naby Keita and he's scored not too many goals but he scores a lot of goals important goals 1-0 wins if it's a 1-0 one, he's usually getting the goal I think this week against Amir he scored the first goal when, in the one each draw so um, yeah I can see why it would be seen as a waste GSI I think but I think if you maybe look at a, look at it in a different position, it could mm-hmm. it could still be effective. Yep. For me, it's probably I don't know sweeper keeper maybe. I, I've never. Oh uh, yeah, interesting. I've not I've tried that. that. I don't think I've seen that anywhere on commentary. No. But again, I've not had a player with it, so 
it would probably be I'd probably go along that line for sweeper keeper. Okay. Uh Darrell? I'd probably agree with sweeper keeper to be fair. I was gonna say I haven't really seen anyone say or I've read anything where it's made any kind of difference. So maybe it's just like a work in progress or not being used right. But I think at the moment everyone seemed to rush to want to do it when they heard about it, but I haven't seen that it's come to any sort of fruition. So I would say that myself. Okay, nice. Hey, pro. I'd say pro because it, a lot of people use it for state of mind. Whereas if you have a smaller squad and you're keeping, you just rotate in a smaller squad, it becomes irrelevant. Good point. I think that is just to save you. See, for me, I, I put it on players that aren't going to play. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't be arsed talking to them all the time. No, <laughs> that's just laziness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you say, yeah, it's a cheap them. option for laziness. Yeah. But sometimes you get that week where they drop and it might be the week you need them and they don't perform yeah. that week. So it's, I suppose with the pro, it keeps them. If you, if you know they're just ready and the wing's ready to go, they're motivated, then. I can see, and it's only three points. I, I can see why why you would, but yeah, probably more laziness in terms of you mean you can get keep them motivated by talking to them or giving them game time. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Um, next one was uh, quite oh fucking hell, here we go. Ah, uh, Lewis asks Terry. At what point are you going to go full Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan and rip off your Arsenal shirt to reveal a Spurs shirt <laughs> underneath? We all see you signing Lo Celso previously and Ericsson this week. Wash my balls, Lewis. Wash them, wash them deep. Oh, come on. You've got to let him go. That's, uh, that's the most personality right. I've seen in him in a year. <laughs> Give him his Fuck moment, Tal. Give him his moment. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Gary Weir. Oh, for once, it's not about pissing in the shower. That's one. Oh, really? You, Gary. <laughs> yeah. He's artist. To all, which cast of Rainbow are you most like? <laughs> Rings um... a bell, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> God. I, 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 I know who Zippy is, but he's not on. So, um... well, I, yeah. I, I think you've got to be Jeffrey, ain't you, Daryl? Because, I mean, you, yeah, if there's anyone in here who likes a hand up him, it's got to be you. Probably. Um, to be fair, I could go with that. Yeah. George is pink, oh. so Callum can be George, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go well with my Yeah. <laughs> Better leave you two to fight out for Bungle. So. Yeah, oh, no. Martin's Bungle. Martin's Bungle. 100%. Martin's 100% Bungle. <laughs> there, it's done. There there's go. there's uh, only one zippy. There's only one zippy in this. There's game. only one zippy, yeah. Yeah, no one else could take that role. <laughs> no, on that, I think this has been like a really good one. I've really enjoyed this, lads. Uh, thank you very much, Nathan Cannon, for coming on. It's been a really good chat, actually. Really enjoyed that. And uh, Daryl, thank you as always, mate. Thank you. And uh, yeah, see, uh, hope you enjoy no. this when it drops on Saturday. No worries. Thanks for having us. Cheers for having us, boys.